0: The Experts Podcast is powered by Media Stable.
1: Well, welcome to another episode of The Experts Podcast. That voice you were hearing just then was Lana Hill. Lana Hill, I I, I, I refer to her as, sort of as Banana Bill. I call her Banana Bill. Um, we're missing her today because uh, she's not that well and uh, we do miss her, but uh, the show must go on. The Experts Podcast, oh boy, we do have a classic expert here for you and someone that you will be seeing and you do see a lot of these days on television. You see a little bit of her on radio, you hear a little bit of it, you can't really see it. Her name is Dr. Catherine Isco. Dr. Catherine Isco is a speaker, an author and a confidence mentor. Hello, Dr. Cat. Hello, hello. <laughs> hello, hello.
0: <laughs> I'm doing accents today.
1: Let's do some accents.
0: Let's oh, give me a cup of coffee. Oh, cool. that's, fi-
1: that's New York, eh? Yeah,
0: New York, eh? Go
1: get me a <laughs> taxi. Oh, God, no, I won't even try. Kat, great to have you here. And I think the big thing here, particularly from a confidence perspective, I mean, we, we don't have to go very far to pick up the newspapers, listen to the radio, television, everything that's going on. COVID-19, uh, coronavirus has completely and utterly consumed us here right now. What are we going to have to do to get some of our confidence back?
0: Oh, I think be a bit more optimistic. Yeah. I think the difficulty right now is we're catastrophizing. We're really just focusing on, oh my God, a bad thing is gonna happen, then it's just gonna get worse and worse and worse. And I'm not trying to minimize people's problems. I mean the the stories that I'm hearing right now are are ones that you would think that would happen in doomsday. Like yeah. almost like a movie. But what we do have to realise is that there is going to be light at the tunnel. We will get through this and to focus on the future, not just the present.
1: Confidence is, is something that can be it, – it's not so much easily won, it's it, it not so much easily gained, it can be very easily lost. Mm-hmm. And in such a, an incident-like – well, incident health issue that we have going around us with corona uh, – We've got to find the. We've got to find something that's going to give us some confidence back. Are you seeing? Is there some trends that people can put in place to to go away and gain their confidence back? Whether it be confidence to reinvest in the market or confidence to get out there and engage in relationships again or, or build business, is there some steps there that people can take?
0: I think the main thing to recognize is don't keep yourself in an echo chamber. In in the sense that primarily the kind of information that you're getting, if you're getting it from Doctor Google or Doctor Facebook, probably open your eyes and your ears a tiny bit wider to that. Rem- remember that just like I'm on here as an expert, there are other experts out there that have viable knowledge when it comes to virus and virus management and so forth. So don't be don't adopt the herd mentality. After that, remember that life is still happening now, even mm-hmm. though that we, we are, and I know we're going to have an optimistic future, remember that now you can never get back today. Yes. So continue to love the ones that are around you. Continue to the Do the things that you you love to do, and also look for opportunities. I mean, right now, my partner and I were joking that if we are isolated for two weeks, it's almost like a blessing in disguise for us because he's constantly traveling, I'm (laughs) constantly working, so we actually get to see each other for two weeks. And this is a bit tongue in cheek, of course. Yeah, but but there's so many positives to even every negative.
1: Oh, look, I, I think you're so right because you know a lot of us have been talking about this as being a big reset, a big reset for. Uh, people's relationships, people's businesses, um, but really getting back in connection with yourself. And I think that that's the, that's the kind of thing that I'm, I'm really pleased to say. I've heard a lot of great people say, you know, I'm looking forward to having the time with my family. Absolutely. Um, how many times do you, can you say that you're going to spend two to three weeks locked away with your family? It
0: depends on which family members. <laughs> I'm not going to name any personally, but we'll just skip by that question. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good work. Now, Kat, you've had an interesting uh, 12 months in, in the media. I think when you get an opportunity to do anything, you do it with such gusto and some energy. And I, I want to know, where does that gusto and energy come from? Is that just you or do you put it on?
0: Well, I mean, considering, <laughs> can, I, don't, I don't believe that you can fake confidence. Yeah. Confidence is about action. So actions are binary. You either do an action or you don't. So for me, I, I don't want to live a life of regrets. And even if I don't do something perfectly, and being a reformed perfectionist, it's very hard to get out of that mindset when you look back on your media, you know, even this podcast, I'm going to say, oh, God, why did I say that? But at least I said something. Yeah. So for me, the glass is always half full. Always say yes to every opportunity because even if you fail, you'll always learn something. So that's why I always say yes. I love it. I absolutely adore all my time in the media.
1: Look, I, and you can tell, and you can tell. not you, As you say, you can't fake it, but the other side of it is from a viewer or a listener's perspective, you can actually really hear that. Um, oh, I'm glad. Thank well, you. Well, I want to know, but how do you do that? Where does that come from? Is it just something that is inner or do you really – did you have to practice on this? Did you really have to to to, to hone in on that skill?
0: Yeah, there's two things, practice and passion. Yeah. So I remember, I still remember the first time I gave a public speak, uh, a speech, I was grade four and I forgot the entire thing in front of my entire school. And I remember even in grade four starting to swear because I was just like, oh my God, I was a deer in headlights. Uh, and then throughout my bachelor's and my master's, I would have to give medical talks and so forth. And I remember looking at this one doctor in a hospital I was giving a talk for and he fell asleep, like full on fell asleep. Fell asleep. Yeah, so you have to, you have to understand Understand that what you see up on stage is a result of 99% failure. So (laughs) practice is is very important. When it comes to passion, I guess there's two aspects of that. You know, would you do this even if you weren't paid for it? And the Mm -hmm. answer is 100% yes. But the other thing that I realized is, you know, let's say even say five years ago, I was trying to mimic everyone else. And how they were talking, how they were acting, uh-huh. and that was really challenging for me because I'm a bit quirky, so I've been told, and so forth, and and trying to minimize my personality and just you know have my hands in my lap. I mean, my hands are up right now. It's impossible for me to not talk <laughs> with my hands up in the air, and trying to change myself to try to fit like a round uh, round peg into a square hole. That's where I was going wrong. Yeah. If someone doesn't like what I say or how I act on, in the media, well, it's, that's going to be very challenging for me because I can't fake who I am and then push people to be confident and authentic. So getting back to those two things is practice is really important, but passion and authenticity in your passion is critical. You cannot be in the media without having passion and authenticity because they will see right through you.
1: I do a little event called Meet the Media. We run it around the country and on occasions I've been up on the stage and I've caught a couple of people going to sleep. <laughs> I've, I've literally – I want to put I want to put little rocks in my pocket so I throw it at them when they're falling asleep. But then I realise, you know, everyone's got that little bit of a uh, – they'll receive their information differently. But th- that in itself, that authentic positioning and, and the way that you go away and um, – uh give that enthusiasm excitement on the stage etc that you do so well um it's got to be draining on you does it is it just come as part of your personality or do you come off the stage or any of those kind of engagements drained
0: N- quite the opposite i am psychotically energized right if i could be in the media and give talks every day i would i would absolutely say yes i love it wow i love it and remember that aspects of it are draining yeah so for example when you get negative feedback when you have someone falling asleep on you those are aspects that are potentially negative or draining Mm. but if you continue to focus on those you're not going to get far and that's the same thing with the media you are going to screw up no matter what but if you focus on those things you're never going to be able to learn and grow ahead so for me I mean life is too short to be tired
1: I love it. I love it. I wish I could just harness that energy because Mm. I I, I come off the stage quite exhausted or particularly after events quite gone, but I mean, I can see how it is because it is such an adrenaline running Mm. thing. Now, talk to me a little bit about where you first started because... You've got a doctor in front of your name. Mm-hmm. Where did, where from the, the background, where, What what is the Dr. Katz background?
0: So many, many different rabbit holes. I started even in the culinary arts. I owned a restaurant and catering business, went bankrupt. Then I ended up going back to school uh, to do my degree in health physiology, so sports science, and sort of went down the rabbit hole. I didn't know what to do with my life, and I kept on getting scholarships. So essentially, I was paid to go to school. So it was like, <laughs> sweet, I'm just going to stay in there. Um, and then I sort of got pushed into endocrinology, which is the study of hormones and biotechnology. So that's how I got my doctorate. Just,
1: just, just say that again.
0: Um, endocrinology, which is the study of hormones, so hormonal regulation. Right. So primarily insulin, uh, because I was working with patients with type one diabetes. Right. And biotechnology. Essentially, I was working with implantable biotech that would go under the skin and monitor some of these, um, some of the physiological aspects of these patients. Uh, It's basically, um, I was looking at their sugar levels and and how they essentially control them. So it's weird because when I talk about this, people are like, you did what? And you're doing what now? And it is on different ends of the spectrum, but it's highly related because at the end of the day, if you're a patient with type 1 diabetes, you're basically thrown this bad deck of, uh, bad um, hand of cards and you have to cope. You have to cope with confidence. So it's interesting that everything from my degrees, actually, I couldn't do what I do today without those aspects and without those learnings. So, And the other reason why I love being a doctor is because I'm pretty sure it gives me um, uh, better chances of upgrades. <laughs> the first thing that I did when I got my doctor title, I was like, Qantas, let's change that bad boy up.
1: It's very good. My wife is actually a doctor as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, if anyone's having a heart attack on a plane, she's not going to be able to help you. She's a, a doctor in philosophy. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, I love that. I love that background because our backstories are everything. And and the fact that people don't actually know that about you, because I, I, for the listeners out there, um, if you don't know Doctor Cat, um, I don't mind, and I hope you don't mind me saying mm-hmm. this. You are you're stunning. You open up the doors, you light up the room when you come in. You've got an energy that takes people to, to another level. That's and, very kind, thank you. Oh, well, it's, 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 oh it's, do go on. It's,
0: please. <laughs> do go on.
1: <laughs> Enough about me. What do you, what do you think about me? Um, <laughs> but, it's, but it is something there that probably just surprises a lot of people when you, when you say that.
0: It's, uh, yeah, I guess that was my academic background. The The underside to that is I had no confidence for, uh, I would say, 90% of my life so far. And the funny thing is what you see is not typically what you get. And that's what I try to help people understand. Because a lot of times, you know, when I go on stage, people judge. Because yeah. they say, here's, here's a woman with like four-inch heels, you know, with the Cartier watch and the, you know, the perfect hair and the perfect makeup and so forth. And they say, well, what... What in God's name would she know about having confidence issues Mm. or appearance issues? And that's kind of, it kind of relates to what's going on today in the world is people are judging people because of their behaviors, because of their actions without knowing their story. It's very hard to hate people close up. So I always say move in, but sterilized with washed hands at this time. But, but it's, I guess everything that I do is trying to help people understand that who they are is not a bad thing and to grow from it.
1: Because you've, you've had your own battles with this. You've, oh, absolutely. You've had your own challenges.
0: Yeah, suicidal three times. Um, one one attempt and two. Uh, it was just suicidal planning and severe eating disorders. I, sh- I should have been hospitalized many, many times. But back then, remember, we didn't have social media. Yeah. So when you're in the bottom of a pit and you think I cannot get any worse, you don't. You think you're the only person that's going through it. Nowadays, you know, there's hashtag. Um, you know, eating disorders, et cetera, et cetera. You can learn from others. But yeah. back then, you think you were the only person.
1: Yeah, it's, it's
0: really it was it was very, hard do, very think, hard. do you
1: think social medias helped with this, or do you think it's it's actually part of the problem?
0: I'm always gonna end with like there's always a glass half full. There's always a positive to every negative. The negative is what my concern is with the youth is that they are living their life in pictures. They yeah. see, I want to look like that, even though that is not possible with filters and, and um, augmentation and so forth. That's my concern. But the positive thing is, hey, I can scroll through something screw uh, not screw let's <laughs> load this is going down a different rabbit hole now <laughs> Woo! Um, and I'd, love,
1: I'd love to edit it out <laughs> for you but we keep everything real perfect. here on the perfect experts no podcast. i
0: love it but but nowadays you know people can find each other and say wow that girl or that guy has a story that is mine and they can reach out and be together and that's the funny thing about shame is that the more you release shame and you say, hey, I'm, I'm feeling that shame too, yep. the less impact it's going to have on you.
1: So let's talk about media and what it's done for you. Let's talk about you now, yeah. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's keep it away from me. The, the, the thing with media is that, uh, I mean, you, you do shine on the television, you, you're fantastic on radio, um, and, and the written word, I'm, I'm not too sure how much written word you have done, but I think that... Um, which medium is it that you enjoy the most? Which is the medium that gets your...
0: Oh, television. Yeah. Television. I don't know why. There's just something about it. Um, I think because I was a, I mean, very long time ago, I was a dancer and so forth, and I loved being on stage. I loved performing, and that's... That's kind of how I see television in a way because, Mm. you know, people's uh, focus is, you know, lost in an instant. So you have to capture people's attention to get them to watch. And it's the same with written word, but let's just be honest here. A lot of people don't read as much as they did before, unfortunately. Um, So things are getting sort of shorter and truncated. So television has this, it's almost like a, it's almost like a, theatre. It's like a performance. It is
1: a little theatre. It's a little theatre in people's houses. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a window into the life of everything that's going on. I, I, I agree with you. You shine on the TV. You do such wonderful things there because I think also too, not only do you understand the medium that is TV, you also do very well with the presenters. And uh, when I was noticing a piece that you picked up on Studio 10, the way that you handled that couch, it's not an easy thing to go away and do, to have four or five... Interviewees, uh, sorry, interviewers, and you be the interviewee. It's it's a tough gig. Did you see that as a theatrical performance?
0: I, whenever I'm on TV, I just figure it's a conversation, and what's the most important takeaway that I want to provide the audience. And I think about it from the audience's point of view. If I was sitting there struggling, what would I need to hear? Or what would I want to hear to make a difference in my life? Mm. So for me, there's never any nerves. There's never any, uh, I guess, concern or anything like that. Because I just think I have the potential to help someone. And for me, again, that's energizing. It's not, it's not thwarting of any anything in that way. And they were lovely. You know, people want you to do well. We go into these things thinking, oh, my God, they're looking at me. They want me to fail. They want me to do this. No, people generally, I believe, are good. So when I walk in on that stage, the first thing they noticed was my shoes. So I'm like, honey, I'm home. And they're like, (laughs) wore a fabulous pair of shoes. And um, one of the ladies was a shoe lover. And she was like, is that new collection? So I'm like, oh, my God, we're girlfriends already. Yeah. So there's always these, like, common Binding points, but yeah, it was great. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it.
1: You can see it. You can see that you do love it. And your shoes. I've. I've I needed Lani here to comment on your shoes here right now, but they are gorgeous.
0: There. These are my comfy ones. The,
1: the, but this is the one thing that whenever you do walk into our offices here, there is. There, that is something that I'm even as male drawn to go, What's she wearing today? <laughs> hey, look at that. Well done. <laughs> hey. Um. I'm. I'm also interested to know. I mean, what has media done for your business? Who has it influenced, has it been, has it opened up doors for you? Mm. Because a lot of people that will be listening to this today, and this is, they've got their challenges, they've mm. got their key areas of expertise that they're putting out there, mm. but has media helped you open any doors? Has it put you into into different places that you wouldn't be?
0: It's one word is credibility. Yeah. And credibility and trust, I should say. So as an example of that Studio 10, um, someone was watching it, um, a lady who owned essentially a um, medical kind of company. She said, I love what you do. I I would love to get in contact. We had a chat. And just about a month ago, I was invited to give a talk at a medical conference with about, I think it was about 600 700 delegates oh, wow. and from there you have biomedical companies that are saying wow we've never heard a story like yours why don't you come on out and speak with our doctors or our nurses or our customers so there's this positive ripple effect from that but and it all starts with this message this tiny little message that comes from your screen and but it really it the responsibility is a person uh, it, it's your responsibility to either do something with it or not that's, that's the thing. And I think when I started, when I was really trying to get myself on TV and in the media about five years ago, one, I, I wasn't confident with my message. Yep. I didn't have something that was clearly articulated. And two, I was pushing too hard. Yes. You know, I was just thinking, I'm just going to sit back and everything is going to come to me because I'm so fabulous. <laughs> and that just doesn't happen. And that was one of the first questions you asked. If someone wants to make it, When it comes to the media, you can't be complacent. You have to say yes to every opportunity, even though they're at 1 o'clock in the morning. Because what will that do is it will give you practice. Practice for the big times. Because in my mind, I'm already on Oprah's couch. I'm already on Ellen (laughs) DeGeneres' show. Like, that is my end goal. So I just think about all these experiences – as practice for the big time
1: if you if you've only just tuned into the experts podcast for the first time and this is the first one that you've listened to just rewind back 90 seconds there because that is absolute content gold for anyone that's coming through absolute content gold because you're spot on you've got to want to do it you've got to be available and 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 that's what you do um i've got to i've got to ask you about some of your content though because Mm. your content is very interesting (laughs) <laughs> um <laughs> I know exactly what you're referring to. <laughs> you appeared on television. <laughs> I don't even I can't even remember the t-shirt that you were wearing, but Oh,
0: it said fart <laughs> in really, really big letters. Letter to fart you'll feel better.
1: <laughs> Talk us about that because your content is quirky and also too it fits in and, and, and actually gets our attention because you're not afraid to be a little bit cheeky, a little bit uh, out there and, and at the same time you bring it home always so because that that yeah that word fart even and we're allowed to say fart on the experts podcast we say lots of other words but um, you know that can be challenging for some.
0: I think getting back to authenticity you know when people say wow you're really quirky how do you do that and and the funny thing is it's Easy for me because the thing is, if you rewind five years ago when I was trying to be this quiet sort of, hey, you're a doctor, you're a specialist, and you shall say this, you shall not say that, Mm. that was hard. So for me, talking about farts and poo and all this kind of stuff and really dark (laughs) times, you know, suicide and some of my client stories, that to me is easy because that's me, and that's why I have to stress and stress again. If you want to do this and really make an impact on the people around you, you cannot fake it. You have to really believe in your product or service or whatever your message is if you want to cut through. And it's going to take time. Mm. So, I mean, I, I already want to be on Ellen's couch now, and you sort of have to pump the brakes. But it's really b- important to do that. And getting back to essentially these, the quirky stories, for me, it's storytelling you know, how do you capture someone's attention, but still stay true to your values and your message? And, and that's, I guess what I've been able to do. But again, it comes back to who are you? What is your message? And don't veer away from that. Don't be pulled. Don't be lured by the siren call of perfectionism or, or what media wants, because eventually they're going to figure you out.
1: You mentioned earlier in the podcast that you were a perfectionist. Mm. And I, I, and you just mentioned it again then, perfectionism for many will say that that that's not a bad trait to have. It's something there that people, you know, you are a perfectionist, you want to do everything absolutely spot on, but Mm -hmm. how much has that held you back? Is that that what has held you back or is it something that you are looking to expand on?
0: 100%. So I think the difference that you have to recognize with perfectionism is something is never good enough. Whereas I focus on effort. Have I given something 100% of my effort or is it as much effort I can uh, that I can put into it at this moment in time. And mm-hmm. that's why when I do the media releases, sure, they could be better, but then I'm never going to get them out. Yeah. And then I can never get on stage or you know behind the TV or behind the mic to send out my message where I'll have more time to expand on it. So the media moves fast and even faster than I can hold up with. I sure. mean, I could be doing many more media releases, but you just have to get something out and the more you can stay true to your message, whether that's quirky, whether that's serious, whether that's silly, funny, whatever it is, stay true to yourself, and the stuff will get written really easily.
1: I, I love that cat. I love it because I, I think if if you are perfection, you're not human. Mm. Human is to be not perfect. Mm-hmm. So you know you you can tell what is really heartfelt and real. To mm-hmm. that is. What hasn't? I mean, look at me. I I talk on this little podcast and I never get the words (laughs) out right. I can always make plenty of mistakes. But that is just to make people realise that it is me behind the the microphone. I'm prone to making mistakes and I'll ride with them. Perfection is boring.
0: And listen, I tried to be perfect for a majority of my life. And let me tell you, it's much more fun being silly and saying stupid shit and (laughs) doing just stupid stuff and you know, just being yourself. Yeah. I, my partner and I was <laughs> shocked because, I like, I love the concept of farting, but I also love farting as well. <laughs> so, like, last night, I, like, lifted my legs and I just let out this belter. And... <laughs> And he just looked at me, he's like, seriously? And I'm like, that's me. <laughs> and the funny thing is my stepdaughter is now doing it. Like she'll come into a r- the room and like let out a big one and I'll be like, you go, girl. Like yeah. I, f- I feel proud. Yeah. I feel proud of the fact that she's standing out with quirkiness.
1: I love the fact that you said belter in your accent. It just comes <laughs> across so beautifully. It is I got
0: it out and about. <laughs> got it out and about,
1: right. Well, a belter. Perfect. <laughs> Look, that, this has been a perfect podcast. It's, it's just been great. I think it's, it's one of those things that when you find a little bit about a person and, and what motivates them and what drives them, mm. uh, I sincerely recommend everyone just rewind this podcast and go back and listen to, to the first moment because a lot of the points that you were making are some of the fears that people have about entering into mm. media and also to the challenges that are in front of them but also to take them on and say yes to everything. There's just so much content gold here. What's next for Cat? What what where are you? Where is Doctor Cat heading to?
0: Oh well, how long do we have? Because we've got about we've got
1: about sixty seconds, okay. Doctor Cat.
0: <laughs> well, some of my goals. Uh, some of my goals. I'm currently developing a new program, so that's one thing to recognize is if you're in a product or service in, in industry, don't just stay with the product of service that you've had for the past five years. You need to innovate. You constantly need to think about what your clients need and need it better. Uh, the other thing is I have a series called In Her Shoes, which is a series that looks at the struggles underneath a woman's success or rise to success. So I take women shoe shopping, and while we shoe shop, I talk and, and I get them to open up about their struggles.
1: Just on that, mm. Dr. Cat, the production quality of that is outstanding. Thank You've you. You've put a lot of time and effort into that, and I, I really think that that's something that people should go away and have a watch, because it is, it's an amazing piece of content, and it's something that you drove, isn't it? It's something that you said, look, I, I Want this to go out there? Yeah, oh, I'm determined. Yeah, I'm
0: very determined, and it might take a long time to get it to where I want it to go, but yeah. I will get it there because uh, I've always wanted to have something uh, in the visual medium mm. to tell stories, but also to educate. So for me, it's all about education, but also entertaining. How do we entertain and educate at the same time? Because that's going to keep people's focus. So that's very, very important to me.
1: Look out for that, everyone, because it, it is an amazing piece of content. But also, to what inspires me the most about it, Dr. Cat, is that you're not waiting for the media to come and devel- develop your idea. You're developing the idea very much in front of the media.
0: I have to, you have to, because if you're just going to, again, sit at home and hope that someone's going to discover you, yeah. it's just, I, I wish that would happen to me. I mean, I've been at this for 10 years and I wish I was a lot further, but I'm not. So I'm not going to just get sit here and bitch about it. You know, I can either use that energy to complain or I can use that energy to change into the person that I want to become. So the choice is yours. It, it's, everyone has a choice what they do with their life and what they do in the media. So, you know, stop bitching about it and stop, start doing something about it.
1: Well, Ellen DeGeneres' uh, producer just uh, sent us a text. Uh, you're going to be on next week. Uh, yes. <laughs> get on the couch. I yeah.
0: would switch teams for Ellen.
1: Would you? Oh, my God. Let's not hold back here. No, no. Your I'm partner's d- listening to this.
0: Oh, no, he knows. That's my whole pass. <laughs> <laughs> she's my hall pass, totally. Oh, she's fabulous! Like, look at what she's done for the world. Yeah. She's used humor yeah. to help. I mean, y- you gotta love her. How can you not love her?
1: I don't know. Do I switch teams to get there as well? I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, I mean, no, no, no. no, no, she's no she, mine. She'd have to switch teams.
0: She would have to switch teams. So yeah. I think that's that's <laughs> the confidence might be. Yeah, you. Yeah,
1: I, it might not happen. I have. I need a lot more coaching confidence to get there. <laughs> hey, good chat. Well done. Um, really, really pleased to see. I think, look, you, you're only in, uh, I think, in the next six to 12 months away from, from being on Alan's program. I can, I can see it definitely happening. And it's your type of style and the, your kind of delivery that she's looking for as well. Mm. We've just got to find that connection. Um, thanks for coming on to the Experts Podcast. I know that one person will, will be shattered not to be here, and that is Lana. Oh, Lana no. is a Love massive her. fan of yours and um, and uh, she definitely would have said she would have her first thing she would have said love the shoes dr cat <laughs> because i think that's the call cool sign that uh, that we have yes. um have a have a great next uh, 12 months look forward to seeing more of you in the media and look forward to hearing from you if you've got some experts or some media that you'd like us to go away and have a chat to on the experts podcast please reach out you can catch us at mediastable.com.au and uh, we'll go away and find them for you. Well, that's just another episode. But before we go, Dr. Cat, where can we find you? Where can we find more about you?
0: That's right. DrKatherine.com. That's my website. And then a lot of activity on Instagram. So that's Dr. underscore Catherine. Half, a, half of the stories are my dogs, but they're really cute. They're right. really funny.
1: I remember watching on Instagram. Was it on Instagram you used to scare one of your colleagues? You used yep. to go up and run up and scare each other. Love it. <laughs> love it It's good content I Life's
0: love it. too short to take it seriously
1: <laughs> There you go, you've heard it from Dr Cat. Well that's it for another episode of the Experts Podcast Look forward to seeing you next week when we're going to interview another expert or it could be another great media personality Have a great week
0: You have been listening to the Experts Podcast powered by Media Stable To get in touch with the team head to the Media Stable website mediastable.com.au